Turn the radio on now because the Bed Smith Show is on. The phone lines are open at 888-669-2281. We're talking to Norbese Flint. She's with Black Women for Wellness. It's a grassroots organization, nonprofit, located in the California area. Their goal, empowerment for black women and girls, for their health and their well-being. A full-service, nonprofit, committed community group. We were talking about why Texas did what they did. I was thinking about that during the break. What was the hurry? I believe that it was not that this was a crisis situation, but abortion is always good for a political campaign. What do you believe? I think that, similar to you, that it's good for a political campaign, but I think it's also, it's, there's sham laws, and they've been trying to control women's bodies and figuring out ways to do it. And so they had this wonderful idea of trying to masquerade as health, right, since they couldn't attack the actual laws around abortion directly they did these sham laws to try to say like no we're protecting women's health but really it is to control women's health um for political points um figure out how to disenfranchise women even more and ways just to take the little power that they have and grow it and make sure that women are not being able to live their full and happy lives right and including the full happy lives of women being autonomous over themselves and have more decision-making power, it'll probably also start looking at some of the things that they have been doing and say, like, do we really want some of these elected officials um, representing us, or what have they been doing? And that, I think, taking things like abortion and taking other little, uh, I would say, like political bait, uh, fish bait, and putting it out, has distractions from the real things that are going on and the real things that are not they are not doing to actually do their jobs and be politicians and make policies that impact women um, are just health of communities in general. Health of communities in general. And so the court took the case. It made mm -hmm. its way all the way up to the Supreme Court, not the state Supreme Court in Texas, but the Supreme Court. What happened yesterday? What did the Supreme Court say? And was your organization surprised when the conclusion of it came the way it did? Yeah, so um, we were uh, pleasantly surprised, but we were optimistic. Um, you never know, especially with the court being down one person, what that impact would be for us and essentially what they said yesterday was that uh, these two laws in HB2, so the, um, the admitting privileges and the many hospitals being as or abortion clinics being ambulatory surgical centers was unconstitutional and it was an undue burden on women, right? And what it also said, it, it leaned on the side of science and the sign of health and the women who are being impacted, instead of looking at what these laws are, 
um, and this kind of false idea around protecting women's health. They saw right through that and saw that they were sham laws. And so we're really excited, not only for what's happening in Texas, but for the other states that have been trying to push this in their states are, um, it's been working its way through this court, uh, working its way through the courts in other states that now it was a sign and a signal that this is not okay, that this is not going to happen anymore, and that this is a bridge too far when it comes to abortion rights. So this was actually a very significant case in the last 20 years. This has one, been one of the most significant rulings we've had around women's autonomy. When we talk about the, the, the jurist, what pointed and made it clear to me, pointed to the issue of a president, pointed to the issue of the power of the president to appoint Supreme Court jurists, it pointed to why our getting involved, even at a greater amount than you quoted, is necessary because if we get someone who doesn't agree, which is what the Republicans want, with the position that the court took, all they have to do is if they get a president that they desire, put a person in there that thinks the way they d do, and we will be back, what, 100 years, 200 years, 300 years, as women, period. So how important is voting in November? It is extremely important. And what I think also, we, we see the Supreme Court and forget that this also came through, like, circuit courts. And the president has the power to appoint federal judges, too. So all those judges in Texas that actually let it get to the Supreme Court, those folks also are appointed by the president, are appointed by other folks, governors and things like that, that we also need to be paying attention to. So I know a lot of times people are like, assess, like, oh, well, who's going to be the president? And then um, they kind of walk away. <laughs> Um, the president is important, but we also need to see what the president is doing. So we need to vote in November, not only for presidential, but state and local elected officials, and then we can't walk away. So I say it in the sense when I'm talking to some of the folks in our community about you don't go to the gym thinking that uh, you don't buy a gym membership thinking that you are um, going to become a bodybuilder. What you do essentially is you've got to go to the gym, right? You've got to keep going to the gym and uh, working out, and that's how you become a bodybuilder. And the civic engagement and elections work just like that. You have to not only vote, but then you also have to participate during off years to see what they're doing and making sure that they're doing what they say they're doing. So we can't walk away. Is this decision, and I always have to ask that because we find that people come back and wind their cases back through the lower courts. Is this decision final on the Texas issue, or do you see Texas, as we get closer to November, revving up to begin arguing this again in the lower courts? So this decision is final, right, this narrow decision. Well, I, want, I don't want to say, like, it's absolutely final because we thought Roe v. Wade was final, and clearly that's not. Um, but... We also have to remember that HB2 is a very narrow decision, right? So it had to do with local hospitals and admittedly privileges, but the wider range of restrictions that have been going on both in Texas but in other states, including Georgia, um, those things haven't got decided on, right? So whether if you need parental notification, whether it was um, 
trying to figure out some of the other restrictions in terms of uh, vaginal ultrasounds and all these other things. That hasn't been decided on. And so that's why we also need to stay vigilant, even though this was a really important win for us, that this is not the, the end all, this is the beginning, and trying to roll back the thousands of restrictions that have came through the courts in the last, I want to say, 20 years. Were, were you, before we say goodbye, because we thank you so much for filling in, you've done a wonderful job for your mom and helping us to understand. Couple of things. One, you're in California, but black women need to be organized. I'm going to a leadership meeting on Friday with new women who are getting involved in the political issues and are doing it on an ethnic basis, just as our Jewish women friends are, just as our uh, Arab women friends are, and the like. But what we do see is not as much organization and not as much unity among supporting women's groups as we do with other ethnic groups. Can you feel me? Do you know what I'm saying? What yeah. can we do about that? Well, I mean, first, is we need to start also getting involved. So Black Women for Wellness is in California. If you're in California, you can come talk to us. But In Our Own Voice, which is a national collaborative that we started, we're one of the founders of uh, this organization, that is a national organization that is working exactly on that. So building electoral power, looking at these issues, and organizing and mobilizing black women. So there are tons of different black women's organizations that we need to start looking at the same way that we come to church and the same way we are looking at the United Negro Fund. We need to also be investing in ourselves and thinking about what black women's organizations that are pushing the envelope on what issues that are important to black women and then organizing around that. So you can text us at bwwla.org. You can go to In Our Own Voice. Um, and that is, you can find that from our website. Um, you can also see us on Facebook and on Twitter. But it's up to us to get involved so we can make. How strong is Allegra D? It's my congestion's out of my way strong. Even in the park, playing with my dogs. Go fetch, Bosley. Allegra D, a fast, non-drowsy antihistamine plus a powerful decongestant that starts relieving your toughest allergy symptoms in under one hour. Allegra D is breathing free for 24 hours strong, even in the convertible. Allegra D, strong relief for your allergy symptoms. Guaranteed or your money back. Visit Allegra.com.